All right, everybody, and welcome to uh, Movie Talks and Chill. I'm not going to do my normal intro, but uh, you know, we for right now we're your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Patrick Wall. Uh, Gavin is uh, still at work right now. He wasn't <laughs> able to get off early enough, but he will be joining us uh, later on this afternoon. Um, kicking off, Patrick, we're here. We are. We've, We've been, been here up. since last night. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Great red carpet turnout. Oh, one hundred percent. That was my first red carpet experience, and even though I wasn't on, the, we weren't on the media side. Even though I would argue we should have been, uh, <laughs> we were on the um, regular VIP um, all access red carpet, which was still really nice. There was somebody who worked for the or volunteers was yeah. taking uh, everybody's phones, making sure everybody was getting photos. There was a couple professional photos taken of us. It was really nice. It was an awesome time. Yeah, uh, we didn't stay for the big premiere. John Kreese's movie, uh, Taste of Love. Taste of Love, which, but we didn't get to see him. We, we, yeah. we didn't get to meet him yet, but our hopes are, from what we are, no promises to everybody, but yeah. our, our possibility hopes is we may have a few actual pretty big game uh, yeah. people that are out there that ha- are here at the uh, film festival. Yeah, there's um, some pretty big, and I'm really excited for one. Yeah, we're um, going to hold off on actually naming names because we don't get them. Yeah, <laughs> then I'll die inside. Yeah, I know. So at least. We won't disappoint everybody. We'll yeah. just be disappointing ourselves. But uh, it is still a great event. Um, and again, to your point, though, when you said about, you know, we weren't on the media side. Technically, we are the media. Yeah, on this that's one, true. So we can't be, like, taking wrong photos. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyway, everybody uh, so far has been amazing. All yeah. the volunteers. Um, just the whole group that's here. So you, you get the guys like, you know, Doug Trichard, Brian Williams, a.k.a. Big B, mm-hmm. um, Ben. Uh, ben, insert last name. I'm sorry, we knew you for the first time last night. <laughs> well, met him quickly last year, but you know he's partners with Doug at Scatter Brothers Productions. Uh, so those guys are really integral of making this film festival happen. But they couldn't do it without the help of all the amazing volunteers here. Mm-hmm. And every volunteer has been just that amazing. You know, they've yeah. all been uh, super helpful, uh, friendly. I mean, it's just a positive vibe. I think we've talked about it with. Um, had who did we talk? I might have been when we had the interview with Kimberly Harris from mm. Los Angeles, and I said it's just it has a just a, everything's positive here. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, just a lot of good stuff going on. Officially, like we said last night was the red carpet. They did a couple films there. They premiered, um, you know, Markova's film. You know, those of you who don't know Markova is by that name, you do know uh, from Cobra Kai and Karate Kid as John Kreese yep. as as the big bad guy, uh, Cobra Kai's instructor, but. Um, so he was here preparing his movie that Patrick mentioned, Taste of Love. Um, heard a lot of great things about it. Again, we didn't, weren't able to stick around to see it, but uh, we're here, and hopefully we'll get to talk more about it later on. We're here and we're proud. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, but everything's starting. As we're looking down the mezzanine, there was a kickoff uh, movie going on earlier. Um, so that one looks like it's about done. The lobby's starting to get filled up. Probably here in the background, all the yeah. people talking. Um in about 10 minutes, um, the panel with uh, Mitch Bell is about to be going on. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know that name, um, you may be familiar with his the boss's MCU. Yeah, his boss's name and the company he works for. That would be the MCU. His boss is Kevin uh, Feige. Kevin Feige. And uh, Mitch Bell is the vice president of Marvel Studios, yeah. who's actually doing a workshop at 11 a.m. today. 11.15, Okay. Because I, th- I think it was originally supposed to be 11, but the digital board downstairs said 11.30. Gotcha. I think they wanted people to get out of that and give them enough time to go over to the That's other right. theater. Yeah. Um, we so, really wanted to go see that panel, but like me and Tony were talking this morning, like it's an hour and a half long, and as much as and it's not one of those things where you can get like, all right, I gotta go upstairs and take care of something. Real yeah. Quick. If you walk out of that thing, it's kind of disrespectful, and we'll lose yeah. any possibility of ever meeting him in the future because yeah. it'll be like, oh, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're gonna take a step back, and we're gonna focus on getting you all some great interviews with some great not only local and. Apparently international, because we met a couple of filmmakers from um, Barcelona last night. Yes. That flew in just for this film festival. Yep, and they're going to be doing one in New York, which yep. they invited us to after about you know two and a half minutes of meeting us. Yes. Uh, they said, what do you do? We do a podcast. Great, we're going to come up and see you uh, this weekend, and you guys come up to New York. Yeah, with so, our film festival. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> and we met that other... Uh, Group of people who are basically just bouncing festival to festival. Yeah, they yeah just, they're going west coast, east coast, west coast, east yep. coast. They just came from Beverly Hills, if I was yep. correct. They're doing this one. And then they got to go to Santa Monica. Santa Monica. And then they're going to Vera Beach. Vera Beach, yeah. Did they, did they say Venice, too? They or, may have. I, yeah, I, I want to say, but I remember Vera Beach was mentioned in there, but they said basically they're just like the groupies now. They're, they're yeah. filmmaking or, you know, film festival groupies, so. 
<laughs> definitely a good time. Again, you know, things are starting to kick off. Today is the first big, big day of a lot of mm-hmm. films getting shown. So, yeah, and me and Joni just... were up at 6 a.m. getting ready. We met carpooled <laughs> at like 8.30. We were here at like 9 setting up, and we were officially set up. We were talking to people downstairs. So yep. we're kicking this off right here, right now. Yep. So for those of you who get a chance to see it, um, just come on out. And we're upstairs. Everybody knows that. But, you know, just want to let you know where we are, uh, where this thing is going on, as we've said many times, probably for the past six months. Yeah. Um, you know, today, going on since yesterday, the 27th till uh, the 30th, which is Sunday. Uh, so a lot of things still to happen. It's not even 11 o'clock in the morning on, on day two yet. And we got a long way to go. Uh, so we'll check back with you in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we'll hopefully, you know, have a lot of interview set up in just a little while but you know just stick with us and we'll talk to you then sounds good all right guys uh we're back here uh right now uh we've got a couple of the films and workshops going on so we're just kind of taking this time to uh, me and patrick to talk about the schedule and give you guys an update of, of what's actually going to be happening we'll just kind of go through a little bit of yeah. today and stuff so uh Patrick, you started looking at one. Um, yeah. right, well, right now we have the, the MCU, the Marvel Studios. Yeah, with Mitch Bell. With that, Mitch Bell. That's going that on workshop right is going on right now. And then there's a movie that's also going on at the same time. So we have a little bit of downtime in between uh, guests. Yep. And we were just looking at the program, the schedule, what's going on. Um, Tony, is there anything today besides the MCU that caught your attention? Um, I do. A lot of the stuff that's going to catch my attention is more. I mean, obviously, I love movies. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get. A ch- I've got to go through a little bit more of actually what, you know, read a little bit more about them. But it's a lot of the workshops because I've said it a million times before. I always like to see the behind the scenes mm-hmm. or hear about things. So that's uh, the MCU one. I said we. I was going to go see it, but you know, I want to take the time to really just work on doing interviews. Mm-hmm. We're more here for that. But uh, they have one at one, an, an acting one. Okay. Uh, called uh, Discovering the Actor's Voice Workshop. And i trying to see what that actually... So I'm assuming it's basically what it says. <laughs> um, Discovering the Actor's Voice. Uh, this is an interactive workshop that is focused on helping uh, male actors find the distinct traits of their characters and how to effectively bring that to the screen. Um, Why is this just male actors? Can women not learn how to do this? I, maybe they automatically know. I mean, they, <laughs> they are smarter than us. Yeah. You know, Wildly. Men are kind of stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe that's the reason why. Um, it might just be geared specifically for that. You know, True. For, for that particular group. Um, there is some shorts going on. Actually, Chills and Thrills shorts. Yeah, I saw that. And I, I didn't click in because, obviously, those uh, genres are not my cup of tea. Yes. Um, there is a short block um, going on tomorrow that I'll talk about when you're done. That seems really interesting. Well, this one you might like. It's a uh, it's 15 minute short called The Lurking Shadows. Yeah, and, that sounds um, amazing. <laughs> Chill. Parents hire a tracker to find their missing daughter in the woods where shadow creatures are conjured up. Shadow creatures. I like that. I'm getting very shadow and bone <laughs> from Netflix vibes from that. Uh, there's one called Waving, uh, another short. So basically they use this time and they do like a, a whole block of shorts. Yeah, so, so like, these blocks are like an hour and a half to an hour and 45 yeah. minutes long. And usually the, the and these shorts, shorts are short. Yeah, yeah, they're short. I think the longest one I've seen is 18 minutes long. Yeah, so they, on average it looks like about 10 to 15 minutes, but there's some that are six minutes, some that are a few minutes. Um, but that's something actually that, uh, you know, Doug, Doug Trichard, uh, you know, the program director here and, you know, co-founder of the Scatter Brothers Productions here. Uh, he was talking about when he came on, because you know, one of his big things as programming director is you know, reviewing films for submission, mm-hmm. basically choosing which ones to go. And he says, you know, under technically, any, a short film is anything under an hour and a half, really. So it's yeah. basically, cause that's the standard time. Is yeah, but he tells people, like, keep it under 20 to make sure yeah. you want to fit the short block. Well, he says, he, he says a, a very simple thing, and it makes a lot of sense, is basically keep your shorts short. Yeah. And he said, you can tell, someone could tell just as good of a story, mm-hmm. you know, if they're, if, if they focus it right with the right script and, you know, that have it planned out right. As much of a story in five minutes as you can tell in 25 or 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, because, again, a lot of these, a lot of filmmakers and, you know, they're not, a lot of them aren't experienced. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's their first time. Some of them are. And those are the ones that you usually can do, like, bigger versions of short films so they can do a half hour they can do 45 minutes they can do an hour um but they're they're pretty used to telling the story um we had the guys on uh, last year uh the audio engineers yeah, yeah, yeah um and they were 
the one with the, where we forgot to turn on the lights. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, he said, you know, they were doing a short, and it would be a, big, a, a longer story. And he's like, because it was a big story. Mm-hmm. They had to tell, try to tell in a short time. And, you know, he said once they started cutting things down, the film still played, actually played better mm-hmm. by cutting it down. So, but yeah, so some of these I'm looking at, um, getaway, a group of friends spending the weekend at a remote vacation rental in the desert, play a mysterious VHS tape and realize that there are too many strange and terrifying coincidences. I've seen that movie. The girl crawls out of the TV, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a couple very similar themes that a lot of movies have the whole, you know, vacationing out in the middle of nowhere and then, uh, you know, the whole thing about movies and VHS tapes and the anything that has about a TV and things coming out of it or cursing you. Um, Tony, you're the only thing that curses me. I know, right? (laughs) Not Gavin curses you. That's true. Curses at you. (laughs) Curses you. But no, we got uh, the critic. Um, There's one called Park. One called Hammer. Some of these uh, descriptions, I wish I could take the time to really talk about all of them. Some of them are really in deep. Yeah. There's one that I want to read a few (laughs) sentences, like an excerpt from, because that is a long, confusing sentence that even I don't understand. And and a lot of, I like to think that I'm not a dumb person, but Mm. there's some of these that I'm perusing before I read, because I'm like, I'm not sure what that word is, and I really don't feel like feeling stupid right now. I've noticed when they're giving these descriptions, there are a lot of people who like to use, like, five to ten dollar words just to make, like, this is more important than you think. It's like, no, you just looked up a thesaurus. That's what you did. (laughs) But, yeah, I think uh, we got, you know, we got the shorts. There is um, Emotional Journeys. Um, And then there's some animated shorts later on today, around one. Chills and Thrills is at 1.15. a filmmaker's best friend that would be nice uh, the film commission is doing a panel at 2.30 and let's just take a look at what that says here a filmmaker's best friend how to maximize your relationship with your film commission to benefit your uh, project big or small does it say who's leading the panel um because I've got a bet but I want to so uh, Tony Armour is actually one of the speakers that's um, what I thought would as, be. <laughs> as well as the the Dallas, uh, or well, he's the Dallas film commissioner, Katie Pryor, who's the the new commissioner. No, she's actually the film commissioner of Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana. Brian Lord, he's the film commissioner of Portland, Oregon. Chad Newman is the film commissioner of Key West, and uh, Lisa, I Lisa, I I sounds horrible. She is our film commissioner in Pinellas County, but I can't pronounce her last name. Hmm. I'm not sure how it's actually said, so I don't want to mess it up. Respect to you, Hmm. Uh, but it's spelled D O Z O I S. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not, yep, not even to try. Now you can see why I'm trying to show respect <laughs> here. Um, but they also have plus state and local incentives for your film and where to find them. Producers in the studios and independents are con- are constantly chasing after government dollars in attempts to mitigate the risks for their investors. Uh, this panel will explore practical approaches for incentive dollars from state programs as well as federal government. So they're going to be doing a lot of talk of what Tony did on his interview with us when yeah. we had him on for Zoom. Uh, over a year ago. So if we just send them the YouTube link, they can skip the panel. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just tell them. But, no, it's interesting to see. I mean, they actually have, you know, people from all over, you know, talking mm-hmm. about these incentives. Yeah, so. Baton Rouge, Portland, <clears throat> Key West. Dang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that, that one would be good. Um, then it looks like there's... Are the yellows at the full-length features? No, blue is the full-length. Yellows are um, not foreign. The yellows are... I had to look. I think they're narrative okay. movies. So there's Twisted Vines is playing at 245. They're narrative features. Narrative feature. Okay, so we got Twisted Vines at 245. We've got Four Souls of a Coyote um, at 3 p.m. Um, 3.30 is another set of shorts, Into the Imagination. Hmm. Um, well, there's a block of shorts that's going on tomorrow um, from 1.45 to 4. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of um, ones um, going on in the beginning of that for like the first, uh, doing the quick math, 45 minutes, hmm. um, <clears throat> that I think I would genuinely really like to go see. One of them is uh, called Headless. And just from the name, yes, you are right, this is about a Washington Irving's famous um, Legend of Sleepy Hollow. But this is like a comedic twist on it, and I'm, it sounds interesting, and it's one of the longer shorts. It's 18 minutes long, but I'm going to read you the description real quick. Um, the legend is the awkward science teacher Ichabod Crane finds himself roommates with the head, legendary headless horseman. They must embark on a journey to find his new friend's old head while discovering himself along the way. 
Okay, this sounds familiar though. Did, was this was this show last year too? Might have been. I want to say we talked about something about Ichabod Crane or something about the Headless Horseman it, last year. Everybody has their own take on the Headless Horseman. That that book's been around since the seventh, uh, the nineteenth uh, century. But that particular story sounds very familiar. And I want to say, I mean, it may have been a, another a recent mission or something. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but I could be wrong. I have been wrong once at least in but my life. There's another one that happens um, about... Oh, I didn't see one of them was 25 minutes long. So there's one about that happens about half an hour later mm. called Hero Hero. I'm going to read you the first couple of sentences because it just gets weird after that. <laughs> um, the song Hero Hero is about a boy who discovers a mysterious final record that transports him to a place where he will be tested to see if he will become the next hero. That's... Basically, that's a full stop. The next of this, the rest of the description just gets weird. The genre consists of psychosomatic Japanese hip-hop that plays the sound of chill, psychedelic instrumentals at, that Bassy feels. That's the literal next sentence. Psychosomatic Japanese hip-hop. You sold me with that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's only six minutes long. You had me at psychosomatic Japanese hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> you can just stop selling the movie now. I'm going. <laughs> but, um... That's, um, I, if we can, obviously, we are here to talk with um, industry professionals and everything, so if we don't have time, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. But I, I would, you know, if I found myself with a, about 45 minutes to go sneak away and see those two things, I would. Yeah. But um, there is a feature uh, documentary going on on Sunday morning called Token Taverns. It's an hour and a half long. Yeah. Um, so this is what... Um, before we got here, we were talking with um, Big B about, and he's like, yeah, I know the owners, they did this documentary. And it's about arcade machines, how they were really popular in the 80s, and they're actually starting to make a resurgence. Mm. Um, and we were talking with Brian, and he's like, they they own Token Taverns up in Dunedin. Um, they made this documentary, and then um, they will be here at the film festival. And I would really love to get those guys on a mic, but even if we don't, personally, I need to talk to these guys. I've been searching for an arcade cabinet for about half a decade at this point, because I make bleep money, I can afford to buy one. <laughs> but the only ones I'm buying are either need to be custom-built, or they're like half-broken out of Oklahoma. Oh. So <laughs> I want to talk to these guys and see like if they know anything that you know a Google search doesn't. Yeah. As, go- as powerful as Google is, sometimes the boots on the ground are the ones that know the most information. <laughs> Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, get through a little bit more in, in a bit. But uh, one thing I do want to bring up on tomorrow is uh, this is something for um, for all the women in the industry. Uh, oh, one sure. thing they have tomorrow. Chicks making flicks. Chicks making flicks. That brunch uh, is going on tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, it happens tomorrow. So I know I'm kind of jumping the guns tomorrow. But um, and we're also saying tomorrow like this. This is going to air four days or five days from now. Yeah. Right. So, so Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so April, on Saturday, April by the time 29th. you listen to this, had it already happened. <laughs> uh, but yes, a good call out. Um, but it's basically it's a chicks making flicks power brunch is dedicated to providing a positive forum for education, encouragement, and empowerment of women in the film and television industries, and cultivating the best future for the next generation of women in film. Which is a super important thing. One hundred percent. Because I don't care how progress we've gotten in this world, um, it's still the film it, industry is heavily male dominated. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's a lot of really, really amazing, talented uh, women in the film industry. One hundred percent. You know, even you know, we interviewed a couple of people before. Yeah, you know, Krista yeah, and awesome. Kimberly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we had Michaela. Yeah. You know, so you know, just and we've had more, but you know, it's it's basically getting. This is an opportunity where you know the women can focus and support each other, <coughs> give each other tips, uh, tricks, um, right. you know whatever they need to do, uh, the tools, resources, whatever. So this brunch goes on each year at the film festival, um, and it's an um, it's super important thing, really cool event. Um, if you follow us on our social medias, we made a post about that, letting yep. people know. Um, it, it's very important to the film festival about this community, and it's you know honestly it's important to us. Like Tony said, he's been in the movie industry for a long time, and he knows it's male dominated, and he does want to see these women be empowered and do b- bigger and better things. It's no longer like Invasion of the Body Snappers, where the women just scream and then look pretty. Yeah, <laughs> um, we are definitely a lot farther than the '60s. Yeah, I mean if you look at even like what what Krista does on the side when she's not doing you know like actual you know. Industry, you know, mm. filmmaking. Uh, well, she's always done that, but when she's not working on a film, is what I meant to say. Uh, you know, she does her <coughs> her side YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, where she utilizes the her talents and and creativeness in you know the 
dance and mm-hmm. um, and the the pole dance combined with utilizing film and theme mm-hmm. and putting it all together into a narrative, yeah, um, to say the least. And I've seen actually, a couple of yeah. them. She does she does pretty well. Yep. I'm and really hoping that um, that channel catches on for. Her. Oh yeah, it, it's 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 been growing. I follow it, uh, but yeah, me too. You know, so she you know, and and she's big on speaking up. If I would have known, gotten a, a chance to really get with her earlier, I would have told her about that. I'll probably reach out to her today and be like, it's, it's a completely separate thing with a VIP pass. So if you have a VIP pass, what that gets you is all access to all the um, all the showings, all the workshops, any after parties. Mm-hmm. However, there are certain events that are separate and, you know. Yeah, that even separate. our VIP passes can't get us into. Yeah. You do need to buy a separate ticket for those things. Yeah, so I may actually tell her she'd be a great speaker or something like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because she, She'll go there and run the show. Yeah, because she's very open about, you know, She's had bad experiences in the film industry mm-hmm. and you know, distribution when you had around well, the first She even time. did a little modeling and she's like, mm, there's a couple of creepers out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she has no no issues with voicing her Quals, opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just it's a good thing, but so uh, just an example like that, you know, Kimberly Harris, you know, out in LA, the director out there and producer and stuff and she, you know, teaches it, but um, you know, just even talking to her, like you can just get the her confidence in what she's doing. She's not waiting for someone to come to her. She's going out and she's getting it. She's telling them what she wants to do. And that's, um, I'm, I'm not going to speak on what all this is offering. Maybe they're going different route. I don't know because I wasn't yeah. at it. And unfortunately, I probably wouldn't be allowed to <laughs> yeah. at the brunch. But, um, and we'll be interviewing anyway, so we'll be doing our job here. But I just wanted to give a shout out to that. Um, yeah. So, uh, great event. Um, yeah. Always, always a good time for them and uh, very informative. So, rock on hell yeah uh, but if we're good uh, we'll probably take a little break um, yeah. we'll get a little bit of time before some of these uh, movies and stuff uh, kill out so we're going to have to go downstairs in a little bit and start doing some meeting and greeting and uh, getting people up here to do some interviews so they're not just listening to us talk. Yeah. you hear that all the time um, so we'll be back in a little bit uh, for movie talks and chill we're your host I'm Tony Serrato Patrick Wong all right. back to the interviews yes and we'll, Gavin will be here later <laughs> alright talk to you then Alright everybody, welcome back to Movie Talks and Chill at the Sunscreen Film Festival. We are your hosts, I'm Tony Serrato. Patrick Wall. And our two guests here. Ben Daniele. Doug Sherhart. And some guys know Doug already by now. He's been on us with a couple times and uh, may have him use, uh, utilize him uh, if we have to get Gavin the boot. You know? <laughs> 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 but Gavin, Gavin. Yeah, yeah, Gavin will be here uh, later today. He couldn't get out of work like the rest of us could, so... You know, take those sick days. But anyway, we are at the Sunscreen Film Festival, day number two. Uh, as me and Patrick uh, did a little soundbite earlier, we talked the red carpet kickoff was amazing. But I'm going to turn this over to you guys, kind of talk a little bit about what's been going on, what we got going on. Man, thanks so much. It's an honor to be here. You guys have got a great show, man. This is cool that we're. Uh, it's we're nice of you to lie. Yeah, well, we <laughs> I, I'm paid to lie. No, <laughs> no guys, uh, seriously, uh, thank you for following the, the festival all these years and for being part of it with us. And, um, you know, this year it has been incredible. Um, we started last night by breaking all of the sales records we've ever had in 18 years. It was completely sold out. Uh, there was a line that was... Three theaters. We only, yeah. only have two. Mm-hmm. We opened up a third theater. And, and that it was, was totally full. Was. And we unfortunately, we were so full that we hit, hit uh, overhit capacity, so we had to turn people away. Oh. We were turning them away to our after party, which, again, was absolutely packed. And I just, for me, it, it was the mark of something that we've been working at for so long and we we finally hit it man we are finally surpassing i think the communities the city's expectations tampa bay's expectations and for all of these constituents and filmmakers flying in from all over the world to see them light up and know that they're in good hands they're going to get a great audience a great experience and have an amazing weekend in this this little incredible town <laughs> yes absolutely no it, it, i think it's been great here you know we've come here you know last year i've, I've known about it a little bit but yeah i met Tony many, many years ago, back when I was young. <laughs> Not so young anymore. So like back the 1870s. 20s, so like yeah, yeah. Two, over two decades ago, I met him. Uh, and I knew he had started this The Lincoln thing. administration. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, it's we got to obviously come in last year, and it, you know, it was a little scrambled, but you know, it was the first time. It's great. Um, but we obviously got to organize things a lot better this year, and it's just been... It's been incredible. We're looking forward to doing more interviews and stuff. And uh, so, is there any other big highlights going on that you want to discuss? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want to say this: what's great about this year is we had we programmed 190 films, mm. all amazing films. And like Ben you said, you did a great job with that. By the way. Thank you. Um, like Ben said, though, we have people from Spain. Yeah, we, we met them last people. night. 
<laughs> fan. There's two couple movies with Spanish film, and one of them, Darwin, John mm-hmm. Graham. We'll have to get him up here to interview. Yeah. I think you might have met him. Yeah, he's uh, great. He's, this is like his third or fourth fast year coming out. And it's one from of his Spain. favorites. His yeah, favorites no, to he come. Me. He's like, yeah. I have to be here every year, even if I don't have a film, I'm gonna come. <laughs> Was this the guy in the yellow? Or gold jacket. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, him with yeah, the bow tie. Yeah. Yep. After about a minute and a half of just saying hello to him, he's like, what do you do? He said, a podcast. He's like, oh, great. You guys got to come up to New York with us. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's what to do it. That's what we love about this film festival. Is that <laughs> I, I've told this, uh, we've done interviews with outside, uh, you know, uh, other talent, everything. And like I was just telling you about, mm-hmm. you know, we had an interview with a director from uh, Los Angeles. And mentioned it and everything, but she said she loves independent film festivals. And I, I brought up sunscreen, told her it was a little too late in the timeline to for her to get out here and plan something. She had a project. She's in Atlanta right now, actually. Um, but I said, you know, the best thing about it is there's such a positive energy here. You know, like every, everybody's here to show a film and everybody hopes they're going to win. And, you know, sometimes you don't win, you feel disappointed. But there's not, I've not seen anything even complacent of energy. It's just everybody's high energy, even Regular spectators just coming in to kind of support their family or friends or whoever. Um, you know, they're like, hey, how you doing? You know, and just like, you guys excited? Good to be here. Everybody wants to take photos. And I think it's, that's one thing that makes this film festival stand out. It's, it's the the solid energy. Um, and your team here has been phenomenal. Like, yeah, I know you have a whole group of volunteers. Everybody has come up to us. Even if you're not standing there with us, they come up. What do you guys do? Oh, we're the podcast. We're doing how Do you need anything? What can we do for That's you? Great. Everybody's just That's been what we like, like that, here, and you know, so uh, just a great. Thank you for saying that. You know, uh, one thing that is interesting about our process here is that you know, when Tony had founded the festival, uh, part of his biggest thing was delegating and finding people who could really run and grow this festival. And so uh, he nudged Doug a couple years ago to take over the programming, and then Doug nudged me to take over the uh, directors and exhibitor relations. So I'm dealing with a lot of filmmakers. Uh, Doug's methodology on how they pick films, the c- committee that they put together to be part of how they pick the uh, the proper films, uh, competitive films, enjoyable films, mo- movies we just love to watch. They may not have a big budget. They may not even be uh, produced by anybody beyond high school. Yeah. But these are really spectacular films this year. And it, it yeah, it's hard. You know, then I got to meet with the filmmakers and, and kind of guide them into the process. And these guys are just incredible artists and this is a great year for us as far as content yeah it's great even as you know we're filmmakers ourselves so even as filmmakers it's cool it's really cool for us to see what you know some people would call them our competition but i don't consider them that what our fellow filmmakers are doing because it inspires you too like there's stuff out there that these people are doing for no budget at all and i'm watching it like this could have been a multi-million dollar film like they just had that production value and they were able to add something to it um, you know, we had over 400 films submitted this year. Mm-hmm. We picked 190, so a little bit less than half. And it's hard, though, because there are tons of films that are really, almost every film we watched was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the program yeah, is really, I mean, it takes months. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a three to four month process of really locking in the, the schedule and yeah. the films and all those things. And I remember uh, mm-hmm. last year, like right after the festival, you know, talked a little bit and then we you know had John to do an interview and uh, I remember you said it's like basically right after this thing's over you know after the yeah. 30th you know oh. a week or two into it you guys are already if, if not even sooner, starts starts next week yeah. <laughs> we're already we're, we're already, already doing it yeah. next year. you know we're looking at things that we're seeing yeah. that we could do better or we could oh this would be cool if we did this mm-hmm. let's put on the ticker for next year um, yeah I mean we start or just so people know submissions are July 1st so start submitting, yeah. and that's early bird, so it's the cheapest <coughs> way, to, way to uh thing. And you said ending right. for submissions is like January? It's Yeah, it's uh, uh, March. It's actually March. March, March 1st. 1st. March 1st. March 1st oh, is the last day for mm-hmm. submission. But that's what we call late submission. That's so late, yeah. We want you, we really want people to get it in by January. Right? Yeah. Because I'll start working on building a schedule and, and picking films in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the earlier really, I tell the filmmakers, yeah. I get it. It might not be ready yet, but if you can get it in earlier, uh-huh. the better. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get more eyes on it. You're going to get it's going to be on our radar and everything. You know, so I always just recommend like if you can get it in, the earlier the better. I mean, it doesn't disqualify you, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll tell you, they they let me on the judging panel this year, so I was picking films as well, and that was fun. I mean, you think about 190. We have to sit there and watch 190 well, we have movies. To watch 400. 400, right? And then You're right. Say, Excuse me. Yeah, 400 films. How do you say, oh, only it's, 190? I mean, really, it isn't. 
There are other movies yeah. that were that I wish we could have fit in mm-hmm. or we had time more right. time for. Or, now, yeah. some of them are rough, man. Let's be yeah. honest. Some yeah. of them are rough, buddy. But, yeah. hey, that's why we do it. We, we do it to grow, and we provide a lot of incredible feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something else that mm-hmm. a film festival does, I think, for producers, directors, writers, actors. It provides you immediate feedback, mm-hmm. you know, a valuable feedback from other industry pros. You know, I don't think every film festival has that kind of credential, but this particular one, we're, we've got eyes on this from producers mm-hmm. who are high-caliber Major, you know, Lionsgate, Universal, um, uh, filmmakers who have been in it for 30, 40 years, yep. prolific directors, writers. You know, this this particular one, we've got the head of a Marvel physical production here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Mitch John, Bell. Yeah, Mitch Bell. John C. Hall from Universal Pictures <coughs> is here. Uh, a lot of successful independent producers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Producer, Dynamic. David writer. Yates. Yep. Yeah. You know, some of these guys are, Marty Poole, these guys have produced films. Mm-hmm. So when they're looking at these movies, giving feedback, these are opinions that a lot of filmmakers need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Maybe put the ego aside and just say, <clears throat> what can I learn from this? What what can I uh, celebrate from this? Speaking of which. Speaking of which, Pornemic is calling us right now, dude. That's <laughs> but, funny. He's probably, he might actually be here. We probably should we put him on speakerphone. Uh, <laughs> no, let's not put him on the spot right now. I, I also want to bring up one other thing real quick. It's kind of on the other end of the spectrum of what you just said. It's all awesome and amazing stuff but one other thing I would say too is on the inexperienced side and I want to talk real quick a little bit about we we got some of the information from you guys and, and Brian as well um, about like I know you, you, you post that uh, during the little summer camp you know for young yeah. filmmakers yep. and, and we were reading all about it and I was I read the information I'm like God if they had this because I've loved movies ever since I was a kid you know I did production in my 20s mm-hmm. and early 30s it's like if I had something like that when I was younger, that would have been phenomenal, you know, and it probably would have kept me going or even got me further at a young, much younger age. Yeah. And the other thing I want to talk about is um, when you talk about these younger people, like I've seen younger kids here, you know, mm-hmm. when they're putting in films. And the cool thing about it to kind of piggyback also about the positive energy is, you know, you go to a film festival, if you're younger, like let's say in your teens or whatever, early mm-hmm. 20s, and you don't win, but, you know, get showcased that's great, but you know, you have the red carpet there for filmmakers and for somebody of that age who is inexperienced or maybe just getting their first film very nervous, maybe it's not going to be great, maybe it is, um, but they get to be here in a local environment on a red carpet. Yep. They get to network, they get to meet with people, and even if the film doesn't win or isn't the greatest or needs work, you know, the people that will walk up to them and be like, hey, you should do this next time, or maybe here's some pointers, or check out this person, or I can get you in contact with this person. And that kind of reinforcement keeps that person going instead of saying, you know what, I'm, this isn't for me anymore, you know? Because sometimes it 100%. takes you a lot of times to, you can't be successful unless you accept your failures and keep on moving forward. And you, you may have brought up a great point, and it is what we do. So even last year, I remember we did a, the high school kids, we did a Q&A after, mm-hmm. and we just sat there and asked, I, you know, I, I think I moderated it. So I was just asking all these questions, you know, what was your idea for the, and even afterwards, they would all come up to me and ask me, like, what did you think of the film? Mm-hmm. And they're like, please tell me, you're a pro, like, I want to hear your opinion, you know. And it's it's really nice to see them kind of feel that way. Or we, and we do have an award for the best high school short mm-hmm. in our festival. So they you know, get nominated and they win and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. this is their, probably their first award ever for a film. <laughs> When they're in high school, I didn't have that. You know, it's just like you said with the uh, like the. Uh, I was trying uh, to pass camp, geometry yeah. in high school. I sometimes like, can I film. pass for a fourteen-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> 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 take this thing. Just put on one of the pinwheel hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm like, oh my god, I love it, dude. So that's so funny. While we were sitting here, Corin Nemec was texting. We're a. Uh, uh, we're about to go over to the American stage, which mm-hmm. is another part. We didn't even talk about this yet, uh, but it is the workshops that we do here. Mm-hmm. And so we're about to open up at one o'clock the workshops over at the American stage, uh, which is a stage that's part of the festival. It's just right around the corner from the AMC here. It is going to be littered with educational panels. People like filmmakers and experienced filmmakers can go in there and sit and listen to experts and ask questions. And provide an immediate feedback right there with some of their superstars. Like we just mentioned, Mitch Bell. What a what a crazy opportunity to, to ask questions to the yeah. head of production at yeah. Marvel. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's like uh, I want to ask him, 
what happened with Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I walked in there and they were talking about that at the time. And, whoops. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's Mitch, you Yeah, source of change. Sorry, Mitch. Uh, don't that, that don't listen to our last episode either. Apologies, <laughs> apologies, sir. But what an honor to have this guy here. Oh, oh yeah, 100. Really like cool. Like we were talking, Parker Lewis, Hit Lewis, like two, two people who don't know that show. Like, oh my god, dude, it was such a classic. Absolutely. Yeah. It was like basically the TV version of. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. right? And uh, so Corin Nemec is about to host one of these workshops mm-hmm. where actors are just going to be able to talk to him and say, hey, man, what do I do? How can I perfect my craft? Mm-hmm. How important is an agent? Blah, 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 all the goodies. Oh, know? yeah. And <laughs> the other thing I like, too, about this is, you know, being St. Petersburg, like, <clears throat> St. Petersburg is, is well known for a lot of things, mainly our beaches, you know. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, sunscreen is constantly on a trending upward pattern every year and getting bigger and bigger and more more knowledgeable but you know not everybody knows about it and so like when we started our podcast a couple of years ago and then you know, came out here and then talked about it and everyone's like oh there's a film festival there i, I didn't know and then mm-hmm. you know we talk about it in pretty sure years. i even said that to tony when he brought it up like, yeah so I <laughs> yeah, film, yeah, but right. then you get other people and they're like like uh, you know family or friends and they're like oh you're doing a film festival this year i'm like yeah and you know name some of the people that were going to be here once it was actually mm-hmm. a, a released and they're like, really? They're going to be the, like St. Pete is that area? Yeah. I was like, well, if you go on the website and you see yeah. the pictures, there are big names that come out oh. here. There's, I was like, but that's the beauty of it. St. Pete is a growing industry. I mean, oh gosh, you know, we've had crazy. movies filmed here, but now it's like this is a production area now. It's, it's getting it's bigger great. and bigger. Last year, we were nudged by a, a, a really incredible opportunity. Lionsgate had come to this area to, to make a movie. And literally last April... They came to us, Scatter Brothers Productions, Doug and I, um, and they said, hey, we need help. The infrastructure is not quite here yet. Mm-hmm. And we were able to staff that film. We produced a movie. It's got a deal with Paramount Plus. We're super excited about that. Coming out next uh, next year. Are you allowed and, to say what the movie is? Yeah, it's called yeah. The Pet Detectives, and um, it's a cute movie. It stars Sean Astin. Okay. Um, okay. And, uh, remember Lord of the Rings, Rudy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Sean Astin is our main guy. Uh, believe it or not, Corin Nemec is in the film. Dave Faustino. Uh, we oh, also, Bud Bundy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Bundy, yeah. They're, man. They're, they're like really good friends. They're good friends. Um, a great <clears throat> cast of kids that we were able to get from Disney and Nickelodeon. And, um, but bottom line is, is once that movie wrapped, we wrapped it in May, we noticed that these people who had come in town just to be in the movie stayed. They started looking for homes. They moved here. And now there is an infrastructure here, not just because of our movie, but yeah. it no, seems like this year, 2022 to 2023, it has been overwhelming by how many people are building infrastructure here in St. Mm-hmm. Pete. Mm-hmm. Gaffers, electricians, you know, writers, <clears throat> directors, uh, sound guys and gals, you know, phenomenal. Uh, I mean, everybody, uh, logistics, transpo, uh, caterers, uh, production designers, mm-hmm. hair and makeup professionals. They're moved here. And not to mention a huge list of B and A-list actors who have now moved yeah. to Tampa Bay. Yeah. And um, they want to start... A, you know, really plugging into the movie industry yeah. down there. I think the, that industry in this area started really growing with The Punisher with Thomas Jane back oh, then. Because yeah, I remember man, trying to be movie. an extra in that ba- in the, the downtown <laughs> scene. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's great. And for the record, that's my favorite Punisher, Warzone, Go to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then Spring Breakers came to town. Um, oh, Harmony Corinne. Yep. That's right, um, dude. And that little rebel. It's just been growing ever so much ever since the then. And I know... Of St. Pete ever. Breakers, yeah. like, oh, cool. that's not how any of us... Dude, I got a quick story about that. Me and, uh, me and a friend went out to our favorite little restaurant at the time in St. Pete, and we're sitting there when they were filming, and Selena Gomez walks in with her, you know, cadre of celebrity friends. And she was dating Justin Bieber at the time, and sorry about the tough memory, Selena. <laughs> but, dude, she was so sweet. She sat right next to me, and she asked me for my bottle of ketchup. And you better it believe I handed it, it to her. Ketchup. I was like, yes, ma'am, you can have this ketchup. <laughs> do you want the mustard, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, do, you want, do you want that guy's it? ketchup? I'll go beat him up and grab it. <laughs> it was so cool, man. Like, imagine spring breakers, dude. Hey, do you guys remember Cop and a Half? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. that one way back yeah. in the day here with Henry Winkler and, uh, who was it, uh, the man himself, uh, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't um, think. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, it's Gator. I, I mean, I can tell you, I can tell you <laughs> even further back, if you remember, like, Gator. one of the biggest claim to fame, many, many, like, back Cocoon. in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Cocoon. Yeah, you hit it right, right here. Right here. Oh, right here. I know exactly. That's when everybody used to be like, hey, this is where Cocoon was shot. Yeah. And they're like, isn't that the one of about course, the old people? Of course, they're not great. It's all old people. Was that Ron Howard? That was Ron Howard. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and That was, like, Imagine Works, like, first film, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wasn't that Goonberg? Yep. Uh, yeah, the Gutenberg. Uh, what happened to Gutenberg, man? He's a, we need to get him at the festival. Yeah, let's get him. So it was like, let me call him. Yeah, <laughs> people knew that. Yeah, people knew St. Pete because of that, because of yeah. that movie yeah. years and years ago. And I think the second claim to fame was, I think it was Lethal Weapon Three when they blew up the building in Clearwater. Oh yeah, yeah. the building yep. they destroyed. That's right. And it was like that's the build. That's where they blew that's up the now. building in Lethal Weapon Three. And that's really all you heard about. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. it was like, I gotta go back and rewatch Lethal Weapon Three. I don't remember that scene, dude. Wait, Lethal Weapon Three was that the was that the building that what's his name was uh, Chris Angel did no a, that was a different thing? one so I don't okay. know if it was that movie but the it used to be called the Surround mm. it's actually right here the around Surround. the corner <laughs> they blew that up for I don't know if it might have been that movie I they think, blew it up at, at the end of the movie this building blows up and it literally they just filmed the blow up of they imploded this building that yeah. actually was downtown yeah. literally like a block away yep. we were like right hey now. guys have you heard of miniatures <laughs> 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 have you heard of, I mean come on no but really think about the economics you can really save a lot of money by doing that like yeah. coordinating that yeah. oh yeah you know uh, wow that's so interesting yeah. I think you know we're going to see over the next five years we're going to see a tremendous influx coming from Atlanta trickling down mm-hmm. Because as much, I mean, I love Atlanta. That is the mecca for films right now in the world. But they don't have the locations that we do. Mm. Our St. Pete beaches, the experience, mm. the desire of people. I mean, your vacation. We're just getting messed making, up in downtown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're just getting exactly, hammered on Central. Yeah. Um, you know, any time of the day, you will find a drunk person on Central. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we can go out there right now. We'll find them. Let's go have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I know that. Orlando used to have a big indie yeah. film market. Okay. Is are they moving closer to here, or are you yes. guys? I hate once again. I don't want to use this word because you probably work together with them a lot. But are, do you think you're competing with them to try and? No, it's changed a lot in the last few years. Like, yeah, Orlando. I mean, especially back in the '90s when Universal and uh, Disney had actual film lots on mm. in Orlando, there was a huge movie film market. Um, but over the last probably five to ten years, most of that has moved to us, or Miami, like the beaches. I think that's part of it. Okay. Um, there's a lot more to offer sometimes for certain things, you know. I mean, there's still is a market out there, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely not as strong. I don't think it's as strong as it. Well, I know Vin Diesel that. started making his indie movies out in Orlando. Yeah, and, and then, a lot of people did, and, you know, there are TV shows and stuff. But, I mean, now, like, even at Universal, there's, like, one thing left, um... Uh, Soundstage left, and the WWE uses it. Oh, okay. It's their permanent, which used to be here in Clearwater. Yeah. But they moved the Universal. They just needed more room and more yeah. space, so that's why they did that. We're um, we're going to be driving traffic all weekend to the, the, the films, to our education panels. I uh, want to invite you guys to come. Oh, thank Please you. Enjoy. If we have time, we'd love to go. It would be an honor. In fact, right now, um, in about 20 minutes, we're going to start the actors panel. Um, it would be an honor to have you guys come up, and uh, we'd love to uh, have you guys check it out. Uh, seriously, we're, we're going to walk over to the That would be fantastic, but I don't know if our audience can pick up the background noise, but it sounds like that MCU panel just it got is. out. That means yeah. we probably need to head over to the yeah. Yeah. And It sounds like there's a whole group of people we want to interview are now yeah, down there. We're out of here. Kick us out. No. <laughs> but no, uh, thank you guys we'll so much. Um, we'll have you back on during the weekend, you know, yep. in between your awesome. non-crazy busy no, times. No, uh, but we appreciate you guys joining us, giving up some more insight on the film festival. We look forward to the rest of the weekend. Oh, 100%. Um, and we'll Thanks talk guys. to you guys again soon. Yep. We'll get some interviews sure. and get some photos right. and make this thing happen. Thanks so, a million for having us, guys. guys. Can't wait so to come back on, too. Thank you very much. That is our episode for Movie Talks and Chill. Not our episode. We will be back. It's going to be like five hours long. I promise. Uh, Don't do an outro, otherwise this has to be the last thing we put up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you. Get drunk on Central. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, We just came back from a a lunch break Mm. interlude, and Mr. Gavin is with us now. I have arrived. Welcome, Gavin. (laughs) Yay. It's Gavin. I saw him last night. (laughs) (laughs) Man. He looked better last night. (laughs) (laughs) We all did. Yeah, true. 
So we got a couple <clears throat> workshops and films still going on, but we met met up with a couple of filmmakers, actor that are going to come up after with uh, words with us and join us for an interview. Mm-hmm. One of many future ones. And you just heard us week. talking with uh, Doug and Ben from yes the, the production company. Yep, Scatter Brothers. Scatter Brothers, thank you. And the programming and then uh, programming directors and running and basically running the show. Ben was the director of filmmakers so he's the yep. one taking care of all the actors the directors producers getting held set up all like panels and stuff to mm. get them all, all yeah. going so i think he was the one that was mediating or not well yeah kind of moderating mediating, moderating mediating whatever you want to call it <laughs> there's no those settlement orders. going on here and it's moderating <laughs> not that you know of. it was true we can settle this right now in court right now for 50 bucks <laughs> get ben up here to mediate <clears throat> now they were super cool they were ben's very high energy and excited about everything so we get a lot of good info so welcome gavin glad to be back (laughs) (laughs) i would ask you how your experience is so far you basically walked in and tony and i were like we're hungry let's go grab lunch yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i want food okay (laughs) you gave us a great recommendation of a restaurant nearby (laughs) well two out of three tony tony didn't like it (laughs) just wasn't a fan He didn't like their secret sauce. (laughs) I just wasn't a fan. It's not for everybody. It's not. I didn't throw it in your face. You did when we left. (laughs) Yeah, can I get it scope? Yeah, (laughs) right outside. (laughs) The rest of my sandwich, I'd like to throw it at this jerk over here. (laughs) So, yeah, right now we're just kind of just riding it out, waiting for Mm -hmm. some of these to close up. Because this is kind of how the film festival goes. Everybody remembers last year we... Yeah, it's crazy, and crazy, crazy, and then dead. Yeah, then quiet. <laughs> For like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so you get to listen to us a little bit longer. The workshops are about an hour, hour and a half long, and yeah. then the features that are sprinkled in are about an hour, hour and a half long, and then the blocks for the shorts are, the blocks themselves are an hour and a half long, but the shorts are only like five minutes. But it's not like you can go into a movie theater at like 20 minutes into it, and like, I just want to see this one, bro. No, the theater's packed. <laughs> you had your chance yep. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, there's somebody else whose film is like gonna be going after that, and they're like, "Dude, that's my cousin's film, man. Stick around for that one." Nah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's my cousin Boopsy. What? That's my cousin Boopsy. So yes, we are just kind of people watching down off the mezzanine. Yeah, it's not creepy at all. Nah. Yeah. It'd be creepy if people knew we were up here, and even though we had signs and one volunteer apparently telling everybody. Guarantee you, we can go. Like, yeah, let's go upstairs. That's where our podcast is. There's a podcast here. Yes, yes, we're, we're the ones. Well, that... you know, it's better than what we said last night. Yeah, you know, we we'll go upstairs. Uh, you, you, we'll take you upstairs and we'll set you down. And then we'll turn the mics on and then. Yeah. Wait a minute. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll just see what happens. Why is there duct tape? That's, that's, uh, I thought you, we put that away. Do you need all that rope? Actually, we did. It's actually right there. Those are some really long zip ties. <laughs> <laughs> To tie anything off that much? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. If you have to ask, sweetie, you can't afford it. <laughs> What's a ZJ? <laughs> I've got five bucks. No. <laughs> but yeah, so we're here, and then you said that uh, Krista posted on. Mm-hmm. So she commented on her Instagram that she's uh, be heading up here soon. So Krista, once again, big uh, friend of the show, we'll probably get her on just to give her get her thoughts on the film festival. I know she's probably been to you know. 30,000 of these things, but... It's always good to get different opinions, though. You know? Yes. Different opinions of a seasoned film festivalier. Mm-hmm. Yes. Film festival. Just made that up. <laughs> I don't know. Spell I don't think we've mentioned this, but last night at the red carpet, we met um, a producer, writer, and a couple of actresses, mm-hmm. or, you know, actors. Um, and they're in town. They went from Beverly Hills to this one, and then they're going back to Santa Monica, and then they're going to Vero Beach. Like the yeah, yeah. West, West Coast to East just, Coast. Just coast hopping. Yep. <laughs> um, and I'm hoping we can run into them, get, get them on the show, and talk to them just to see what their experience is up here compared to like the one in Beverly Hills, which yeah. I'm assuming they get gift bags filled with $30,000 champagnes or something like that. <laughs> Gucci watches. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Louis Vuitton bags worth yeah. five grand. And iPads. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's only one L in Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> the Wolves. <laughs> they don't even make Romexes anymore. <laughs> it says relax. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. Just relax. Yeah. You don't have to work hard. You've got the wash now. Yeah. Just starts playing that song, relax. Yeah. To go to it. 
<laughs> when you want to go to it, relax. I invented the piano necktie. <laughs> what has Derek Zoolander ever done? He's got one look. One look. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> yes. Yes. Welcome back. This is an 87 Honda. Yeah. How dare How you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where we're back now at the film festival, just quoting other movies. And yeah, <laughs> yes, that's that's what we do. I mean, well, you we, know, we are the place where we are in the place where they get shown. So yes, and there's a big mural on the wall of a bunch of them. Yeah, I posted to my personal personal social media to see if I can figure out what that brown. Thing oh, is. that yeah. <laughs> um, so if you follow me personally on my Snapchat, um, I'm I, sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, feel bad for you, but <laughs> I also just posted a photo of something. I it's from a sci-fi movie we figured it out before, but I think every time we come here, we ask each other, "What the fuck is that thing?" What is that? <laughs> so when you figure it out this time, write say it down. It, say it in here. Yeah. yeah. So we can go back to Film Festival Part Two or Season Two. Season Two. Eighteenth yep. Annual. <coughs> so yeah, we're just gonna be kind of riding things out a little bit, waiting for some crowds to come on out, some workshops to get done, and then we'll go from there and we'll get some more interviews. And of course, obviously, we'll be here tomorrow. All, all day. Tomorrow, all day, and Sunday, Sunday most of the day. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because it basically wraps up like early, early evening. Yeah, yeah I think the last showing Sunday. is at like six or seven on Sunday, but it doesn't yeah. even start until eleven. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because there's a you know there's the award big, party, you know, yeah. award ceremony, and then uh, big you know, and big. Well, they even know it's not the end, and it's basically the ending party because it is a Saturday night. Yeah. You know. People are either heading back home on Sunday or getting ready to <clears throat> go back to work on Monday, and so they want to make sure everybody gets all the excitement in when they can. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, I'm excited. You should for be. the excitement. You should be excited for the excitement. I've been saving myself for that party. Haven't? Yeah. No, you haven't. You drank last night. Yeah. I mean, I didn't drink like I'm going to drink on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> like we have VIP passes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that carries over to the party, but all right. Yeah, I don't think it does either because after to get into that party, you need a VIP pass. Yeah, then you can cover your bar chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just, just slide pass. it in. Yeah. Can I just leave this with you? <laughs> I, I keep coming back. I don't. This thing isn't working. Yeah. Charge it to the room. Yeah, can I charge? Sir, this is not a hotel. <laughs> Sir, this is a Burger King. Room seven. <laughs> <laughs> Theater number 10. Yeah, theater t- <laughs> Charge it to my landlord. He'll just bill me. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, the Uber Eats. <laughs> it's already been paid for. <laughs> but you have an extra hour to add a tip if you want. <laughs> Give a little more. Give it back. Give a little more. Yeah, Give it back to him. <laughs> Give it back to him. Be good for you, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll just be kind of waiting and... Uh, Looks like there's some people matriculating down there, so we might go back down there in a bit and just see who we can meet up with. But just wanted to give you guys a quick update as to how the festival is going, and it's going very well. So until yeah. the next segment, which will be not far from now, uh, this is Movie Talks and Chill. We're your host. I'm Tony Soprano. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. All right, guys. We'll talk to you then. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul The Rock.